Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we got four verses today on, you know, it's addressed to children and parents. Mm. And how, what could be more fitting than having (laughs) someone who is both a dad and a son? (laughs) Barfaccio. Um, um, so we, we got, you know, this little shout out to, um, is that the fourth commandment? The honor your father and mother? No. Fifth commandment? Yeah. It's either the fifth or the sixth. Um, I think it's the fifth then. So we got this like fifth commandment moment and Paul points out that it's the first commandment with a promise where if you honor your father and mother, it will go well with you and you will live long in the land. Um, so and, and then there's this instruction to fathers um, that's kind of in response to this instruction to children to obey their parents. And Paul's basically saying, don't exasperate your children. Like, don't provoke them to anger um, and don't be an antagonistic leader, um, but bring them up in discipline and instruction. And, hmm. you know, I just think of like the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 3, um, and just all throughout the Bible the model of a father instructing his mm. child in wisdom is very common, especially in the mm. Old Testament. So, yeah, Barfaccia, the people are dying to know. What are your thoughts <laughs> on Ephesians six one through four? Well, the first thing that I that I thought is kind of a, a zoom out a little bit because yesterday we read the passage on husbands and wives, and then it goes into children and parents. And I think just want to point out that family relationships are extremely important. Yeah, uh, God instituted the family before he instituted anything else, uh, certainly before he instituted the church or before he called a people to himself. He instituted the family with, with Adam and Eve. And, and so it is, it is like the, the, the basic unit of human society and human flourishing is the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the way we conduct our families is is very 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 important. And praise the Lord! I mean, He gives us, you know, God gives us instruction in His Word about how we can carry out some of these relationships. Uh, so so the family super super important. Um, you know, we we can't go through life thinking I'm okay with God. However, my family is 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 a wreck, or, mm-hmm. or my marriage is no good. We're only cohabitating, or we're not doing well. My kids are are a mess, or and I get it that like we we do not have control over over you know what our kids do, especially older the older they get and those type things. But um, you know we we are meant to be. We are meant to be a family union. When a husband and wife come together, they are one flesh, and that is you know. A, a, obviously a very intimate relationship and then with kids and this family unit should be very, very strong. And so we should pay very close attention to these relationships in our life. And I mean, just a, a a challenge to all of us 
is to is to you know kind of do an inventory from time to time on these relationships yeah. how you know joe beth and i have six kids like I, I i can go down the list and can kind of think like how's my relationship with evangeline and with eli and zoe you know and all the rest yeah. and uh, and just try to take an inventory um, and that is a very worthwhile exercise for yeah. all of us to to ensure that we are intentionally investing in and, and pouring into the life of our family so that our families are are very strong mm-hmm um, so that's that's kind of a little a, a zoom out word that uh, just kind of thought of yesterday being husbands and wives and today kind of being children and parents. But uh, so diving into the passage a little bit, as you pointed out, it's one of the Ten Commandments: honor your father and mother. And um, interestingly, I mean, it says right there in the passage, this is a first first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you, you may live long in the land. And so we need to take that to heart: honor your father and mother. And I think this is one. You know, yesterday in yesterday's passage, it talked about a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two should become one flesh. I don't think that that after the marriage relationship that it negates this uh, command to honor your father and mother. I think that we are to honor our father and mother all through our lifetime, and yeah. some fathers and mothers are easier to honor than others. Yeah. And so I and so we understand that. However. I do think that even difficult fathers and mothers to love should still be honored in some way. Um, And, um, you know, that might come through very difficult forgiveness. In fact, I was just talking to a very good friend over dinner, uh, sorry, over lunch, and he was talking about how his his parents were divorced and his dad moved away and then is back uh, visiting in Atlanta. And... um, one of his siblings has a, has a real problem with, with the dad mm-hmm. and, you know, just finds him, finds himself or herself. No, it's him, but like finds himself <laughs> angry at his dad often and, and those type things. And, and, uh, this friend that I was having lunch with just talked about how he talked to him about forgiveness and like, you can actually forgive dad without, yeah. you know, without necessarily even having reconciliation. Uh, that you can forgive in your heart, and so, um, so this is this is, you know, the the commandment to honor your father and mother, regardless of life circumstances, um, is is uh, something that we're always called to, and in fact, can be an amazing picture of the gospel, and how you know, as Romans five eight says, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for yeah. us, yeah. Uh, and so we're we're displaying Christ like. Christ-like forgiveness when we um, when we choose to honor a father and or a mother that was not particularly great to us. Totally, totally. You know, I don't. I think that is all so good, and um, I don't have a ton to add. But I think you know, just as like a general note of where we are in the letter to the Ephesians. It's kind of a fair question to ask, like, why is Paul getting into all of this now? You know, like he's hit some really um, big picture theology of salvation and uh, just what the gospel does and then unity in the church between different races and, you know, just all this huge evocative sort of stuff. Mm. And then what the Christian life should look like and living in a manner that's worthy of the gospel. So... Like, is this, you know, a thing I used to feel this way. Like, is this just like a left turn out of all that <laughs> to like kind of hit all these like necessary random like Christian baggage stuff and then wrap up the letter? 
But it's not that. And I, I think like the reason that this is here and it's really important is the way that we live together, the way that our marriages operate, the way that our families operate reflects what we believe, you know? And so like, let's say the Fishers live on a street of all non-believers and they all know that you work at a church if you have the most dysfunctional household on the street, <laughs> what does that say about Jesus to your neighbors? Yeah, totally. You know, and like that's something that I think about often is, you know, how does Jen and I's marriage like image and witness to the gospel yeah, yeah. Um, to people who haven't, you know, come into the church and haven't put their mm-hmm. faith in Jesus. And so that th- this is important and it's, it's important and it's not just like, random, you know, Christian like rules for life. But this all goes back to, you know, the joy of the people of God and their ability to bring light into the world. Yeah. And we just can't do it with dysfunctional families and and we're not going to be honoring God. That's right. Um, And so, you know, our faith is way more than this individualistic journey of beliefs that we might mm. think of it as sometimes, but it's actually this very whole life thing. It affects how our families operate. It affects how we honor each other. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in this gospel light, the the fathers honor their children by mm. instructing them, by not, you know, just being hard That's right. and, and cruel, but by loving them with discipline and instruction and the yeah. children respond to that in honor. And so it's yeah. all it's all honor going around right. in just different forms. The wife honors the husband, the husband honors the wife. And uh so I think that's what we should take away from these passages and it's going to continue tomorrow with bond servants and masters. So for Barrett Fisher, the old Barfaccio himself, this is Will Carlisle and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.